Today's guest is Dr. Wendy Trubo. She's a functional medicine gynecologist with a thriving practice at five journeys. So fivejourneys.com is um, the website for her practice. So she talks about her journey from going from um, a traditional gynecologist in the Western medical system to going through her own health journey, um, learning about toxicities from metal toxicity. She talks a little bit about mold toxicity and also environmental toxins and how getting past these helped her and her health tremendously. She also found out, well, I don't want to tell the whole story. I'm not gonna tell the whole story. You guys gotta hear her story. But she has a book called Dirty Girl, Ditch the Toxins, Look Great and Feel Freaking Amazing, which I absolutely love. And this this episode's really enlightening on, you know, we talk about how a lot of people, like we just don't even, most people just don't even know <laughs> this is a thing, you know, <laughs> to even consider. So she talks about symptoms of uh, metal and mold toxicity, environmental toxins that you could look for. She also talks about methylation. And this is really important to understand. Like if your body can't detoxify properly, and this is a very real thing for a lot of people, you're going to start to get a lot of negative health outcomes. So it's just a really great thing to be aware of. We get into women's hormones, all sorts of stuff. I had to ask that because she's a gynecologist, right? So really informative episode. I hope you guys enjoy. Here is Dr. Wendy Trubo. Okay. So Wendy, I was talking to you earlier before we started about toxins, right? Because there's this, I I'm in, I feel like I have like one foot in like the fitness world, even mm-hmm. kind of into like the bodybuilding, like that whole world. And then I have, I'm into like holistic, deep health, health optimization. And it's interesting to be in the middle of those two worlds, because what I see in kind of the fitness world is this like, Oh, detox is BS. You don't need to detox. Like, and, and I get why they feel that way because you see all these detox teas and, you know, ju- juice cleanse, you know, stuff that's really just trying to sell products and it's not really based in science, you know, (laughs) real toxin removal is a process that needs to be done by a professional. Right. But then, you know, we have in the holistic health where we understand, we see what mold and heavy metals and things can do to people's health. And that was your journey. And so I was wondering, I want to get right into it. Like, Mm -hmm. why do people need to be aware of metals and mold specifically? Yeah, I would say it's everywhere you're exposed to it all the time. And if you're genetically susceptible or you don't have the best detox mechanisms, it's going to nail you. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you know, I would, I would assert that the peak bodybuilders probably don't have mold or metals. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Like they're functioning at peak performance, but if you can't get to peak performance, it's because Often when you do everything right, you know, how many people do we see who say I eat well, I exercise, I sleep, I'm not a stress ball and I can't lose any weight. And I'm like, well, you probably have toxins and And my hormones are a wreck. And all of a sudden I'm Mm -hmm. insulin resistant, but I eat really well. Like what's going on. Yeah. Congratulations. You've got toxins. (laughs) Okay. So share with us because you, I mean, you went the MD route, became a gynecologist. How did you get here? Will you share your experience? Yeah, sure. So my story has two main peaks. The first peak I did, I went into conventional medicine. I became an OBGYN. I love women. I love taking care of them. I loved the variety of OBGYN and didn't ever take into account that constitutionally I'm more like a, a fair maiden than a warrior. <laughs> so just constitutionally, I really should have been someone who chose a less physically stressful. I'm not, I'm not meant to be awake for 24 hours mm-hmm. in a row, much yeah. less 36. Uh, can we highlight this? 
just like, you and everyone, right? I'm like, I'm anti-adrenal fatigue culture. That's been, mm-hmm. it's like, if you're a successful person, that means you basically have adrenal yeah. fatigue. You know? I grew so up in you. that. I totally yeah. grew up in that time. So I'm 51 yeah. and that yep. was cool. When I grew up, it was like, push yep. yourself to the limits yep. and it took a huge toll. So peak one occurred when I was already an OBGYN attending. I had, I was on my way to having my second kid. So I had mm-hmm. one kid. I was pregnant with my second kid. Wow, Actually, lot. I had delivered my second kid and I was like off the cliff. I could barely mm-hmm. get out of bed. I had everything head to toe. So hair mm-hmm. loss, brain fog, anxiety. And I'm, I'm high strung, but I'm not anxious. I'm just high strung. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm like miles mm-hmm. a minute. Mm-hmm. I had heart palpitations, a thyroid mm-hmm. issue, everything gut related, bloating, gas, diarrhea, constipation, you name it. I had it. I had wasting, I had nutrient deficiencies, everything hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. wouldn't know it based on my history now, but I had difficulty getting pregnant. Uh, I have mm-hmm. four kids now. So I made up for that mm-hmm. issue. But just sort of everything didn't work. And my first peak was my actual exposure to functional medicine, where my husband Mm -hmm. was already in functional medicine. Mm -hmm. And he said, why don't you go see my mentor? Mm -hmm. So I did. And his mentor, you know, he did that huge workup, all the blood. And and I was like, what's going to find, you know? So I made my husband call him before the visit and say, like, what did you find? I mean, this is craziness, right? And he said, you're not going to like it. And I went, why? do I have diabetes? Please don't tell me if I have diabetes. Like I can't cope with it. And he goes, no, you don't have diabetes. You have celiac. And I said, oh, my dad wow. is celiac. So I was already exposed to it. And he goes, well, it's genetic. You should have been tested. And I was like, well, I wasn't, I oh didn't know. My gosh. So that was my first entry into functional medicine and sort of that moment of, Hey, things could be different. And it altered the trajectory of my health. So all that stuff I talked about head to toe really resolved. So that was, wow. that was like, whoa. And then my husband was doing it. So I, I was like, okay, this is amazing. I'll send him patients. And then a few years mm-hmm. later, I left functional, I left conventional medicine, left delivering babies, left obstetrics, left surgery, and went into only office gynecology and functional medicine. Nice. So then fast forward about eight years and eight years, 10 years. And I hit perimenopause and perimenopause is a beast, man. Let me tell you. However, what I was chalking up to perimenopause actually had nothing to do with perimenopause. So that's the first pearl for the listeners is like what you think might be your hormones is might not be. So Mm -hmm. I had really bad hair loss. I gained weight and I had a rash on my face and I was like, and I couldn't, and I, I mean, I'm just, I've literally been at the same weight, like my whole life. And then I gained nine pounds just like that. And I couldn't take it off. And I was peeved, you know, I was like, geez, Mm -hmm. this isn't Mm -hmm. right. And uh, it took me a while. It took me a while to figure out what was going on. Cause I was like, God, perimenopause, I checked my hormones. They were perfect. Okay. What do you think of next? Thyroid. Perfect. Never better. Adrenals. Great. So Mm -hmm. now I'm really stumped. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And I finally heard a report on NPR one morning. I was just driving to work that said that people who were around Notre Dame after it burned were exposed to very high lead levels. And the closer you were, the more you got, the farther away, the less you got. And I looked at my husband and I said, we were there. We were on the trip of a lifetime right after Notre Dame burned. And we spent a week right there. And that's when I went off the cliff. 
Wow. Right. One of those like who to thunk coincidental things, right? Right. Totally random. And so thinking back, and also like, sorry to interrupt, but the fact it? that you heard that on NPR, I'm like, so, thank you, yes. universe. <laughs> yes. So one of those, one of those moments, right? So yeah. I did the testing and you know, I'm in this business. So I previously tested my metals and they were a little bit out of range. And knowing now what I didn't really understand then is that it's often the tip of the iceberg. What you see is mm. the indicator, oh, you have crappy detox. And it's stored in your bones and your organs and your fat. So I should have taken it seriously when it was one point over normal, but I didn't. So yeah, knowing can we, now, yeah, can we that. highlight that for a second? Mm-hmm. So let's say you get a hair mineral analysis or something and like your lead is a little, or your mercury is a little, or, you know, you have these metals. you're saying, what you're saying is that it might not be showing you on the test, just how much you're storing Correct. in your body and your tissues and your bones. Even more than that, Tara. So there's a couple levels to this. I always say hair's great, but it only shows what you're voluntarily excreting right? It's not showing what is stored. That's the first issue. The Mm -hmm. second issue is that you need to do a provoked test for that, but even doing a provoked test, which I did, didn't show the true level because if you have detox mechanisms that are shut down and we'll get into what are those mechanisms and how does it work? If you're a crappy detoxer, you can't even open the door wide enough for the toxins to come out fully to see what's going on. And what is provoked test? What does that mean? Yeah, great question. So provoked testing means you use an agent that pulls the the Mm. lead and the mercury out of your bones and fat and organs, Mm. binds to it, puts it in your urine so you can actually see it. Ah. It's not a baseline. So when you do a hair or a urine test without anything else, that's not provocation. That's just a baseline test. Like, hey, what's going Mm on? Mm -hmm. What's your body getting rid of? If you do a blood test, it'll show whether you had an acute exposure, but if you Mm -hmm. have, but because your body, when you have this in your body, it freaks. It's like, this is not normal. You're going to store that pretty quickly. So it's only good for about six weeks. The blood test, you Mm. won't see it on the blood test. Otherwise, unless you have it's cute. I've seen this. It's like, oh, your mercury levels are fine in your blood. And then we see hair and it's like, well, maybe they're not. And then, yeah. so you're saying the next step would be a provoked test. And Correct. then what would, what's after that? How do you find out? Let's, you know, let's say that not much is showing, but you're like, I literally have every symptom of a metal toxicity. What's the next step? Yeah. This is a great question. Cause it's really nuanced. So I would say 95% of people will show as positive, even with crappy detox. Okay. Mm, But there mm. are these people, their detox is so shut down that you have to ramp them up first. So you essentially Mm -hmm. do a detox in Mm. order to test what's there. So let's talk about detox mechanisms. So your, uh, what you're putting in the pump. So your exposures are huge, meaning don't drink from things that have lead in them. Te- you know, if you if you get stuff from China, test it for lead. 3M has lead test strips. So you can mm-hmm. test your stuff that's coming from other countries to say, hey, does my stainless steel have lead in it? Am I mm-hmm. drinking inadvertently? If you mm-hmm. are brewing teas from China, those are often very high in lead. If mm-hmm. you're brewing teas from other countries, they're often contaminated with other things. So 
Where do you get those? Like on Amazon or where do you get those test strips? Yeah. Yeah. The test strips I got on. Yeah. 3M. Okay. And if you just Google 3M lead test strips, you'll get them. And, um, it's, it's, it's a one shot use. So, you know, if you're testing a whole world buy a lot, but it's one (laughs) thing per thing, one, one test strip per thing. So, so back to the mechanism. So first off, don't fill the pump. Try if you have mercury silver fillings, you're going to want to get those taken out because they continue to put mercury into your body indefinitely. Yeah. And I would say with a biological dentist yes. who understands how to help you detox, don't just rip them out at your regular dentist. Only because... with a biological dentist. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Cause they if, know how if, to, if you... yeah, no bad. They know how to help your, help you do a proper metal yes. detox yes. along with that. Yeah. Yeah. So first off, don't fill the pump. And then the actual things in your body that help you get rid of toxins. These are, this is just natural what your body does. So your liver's critical. If your liver's exposed to a lot of toxins and don't forget alcohol and sugar are toxins. So if you drink, if you drink more than infrequently, which most people do, you're making it harder for your body to get rid of the other stuff. Yep. So optimizing the liver is really important. And you do that with, again, don't stress it. So don't drink alcohol, avoid sugar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't eat foods that contain pesticides, insecticides, herbicides, because that's another thing your liver has to deal with. Right. And then optimize its function. B12, folate. Uh, Those are the things that your liver uses in the, in the methylation process. So make sure you get B12 and folate that helps with the environmental toxins. And And I will, Oh, oh, maybe I won't interrupt. No, no, I'll no, just say real quick. I, on the DNA testing that I do with clients, I see so many, um, high risk LLs for yeah. people with B12 and folate issues, right? Yeah, it's like so 40%, 40% yeah, of the population really has common. It. Yeah. yeah. It's called I the have MTHFR. them. I take B complex every day. Yeah. Activated, right? <laughs> yes. A- activated, activated the methyl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So sorry. me too. Okay. No, you and me both. Like we, so, so it's bad though. If you have that MTHFR, it's not only raises your risk for cardiovascular disease because you you're 60 to 90% impaired. If you have two copies, like I do, what do you have two copies or yes. one copy? So uh, two, one, one on two different MTHFR, Ah, your compound oh. heterozygous. So, <laughs> so that means you're like impaired by like 60 to 90%. So you're always going to want to take activated B vitamins, which you do. So, yeah. And can I add something really fast? Sure. I know we totally interrupted your path here and we will no get problem. to it guys, but I was, yes, just yesterday, this is crazy. I told, I was taking my 14 year old son. He is like, he's so tight, his whole body. Like he can't even bend over. I'm like, what is going on? So I took him to my chiropractor who's kind of in that functional medicine realm of chiropractors. And he went to like, you know, move his legs. His hamstrings are so tight. He was like, he has tons of tightness in his fascia and it is probably a folate deficiency. So he gave him some folate. So I learned that B12 and folate also, um, are critical to have healthy fascia, which is like, you know, the sausage Mm -hmm. casing on your muscles. Right. So if you're really tight and all of those things, that might be another indicator that you could have this deficiency as well. So anyway, that it was so funny because we were walking into the office and I was randomly telling him how I felt like he should probably take a B complex because it really (laughs) helps my mood, my energy, all of that randomly. And then when the doc says, oh yeah, you're probably deficient in folate. I'm like, holy cow, that was crazy. So yeah. Okay. All right. So now we have the liver helping it detox with yes. these B vitamins and then, and, and NAC glutathione. 
So 99% of your glutathione in your body is intracellular. So it's hard to measure exactly what's there. By the right. time you've depleted what's in the bloodstream, intracellularly is super dehydrated, uh, super depleted. So you're going to want to boost up and, and glutathione comes from NAC and N-acetylcysteine and alpha lipoic acid. Those are cheap substrates. You can take yes. them. They yes. build glutathione and glutathione binds to your metals and helps get rid of them. Yeah. So supporting that your liver, your liver burns through glutathione. So supporting glutathione production. Yeah. Vitamin C in liposomal form also supports the liver in detoxing. And then things like milk thistle, um, cilantro, parsley, all of these things actually do help you detox. So that's yeah. the liver portion. Then there's your gut. You know, we always sort of discount the gut, but once you <laughs> are trying to get rid of it, you got to put yeah. it somewhere and it often goes into your gut to be pooped out. So if your gut is dysfunctional, if you have too much of inappropriate enzymes, you're going to start recycling toxic toxins, especially hormones. We recycle like 99% of the mercury we put in our gut to poop out. That's because there's not enough fiber there binding and mopping it up to get rid of it. So yeah. ensuring that the gut is properly balanced, there's no inappropriate yeah. bacteria, there, the beta-glucuronidase is managed, you're pooping at least once a day, if not more, you know, mm -hmm. you should eat and poop. So optimizing the gut and then sweating, you mm. got to sweat. You know, yeah. I used to, especially it's so hard being female and being sweaty, but it's a good thing. So women will be like, I don't sweat. I'm like, buddy, that is not good. It's not healthy for you. Yes. And I will add, I've been on such a gut kick lately and I love the work of, um, Karan Krishnan. He's coming on my podcast too. He's from microbiome labs. Yeah. He, he has such good information. So if you're in this boat, like sometimes it's hard with the fiber, right? When you, when you have all this stuff going on because you can't eat it without getting super distended and bloated right. or constipated or the runs or like whatever your bacterial balance is. And he talks a lot about the keystone strains of bacteria that you need to be able to digest those fibers. And so that's something I've been on with a lot of my clients lately is like, why can't you eat fiber? You know, like, what are you missing? What bacteria are you mm -hmm. missing? So just making a push for that of like, you know, if you guys want to geek out later, I mean, you could go Google, um, Quran Krishnan, or I'm sure you have info in your book on this too, but you need to know if you have the appropriate good guys. Yep. So you can eat fiber and pull that stuff out. Right. right. Cause if it's right. just sitting in your gut, like Chris shade was also on the show, he's the metal mm -hmm. detox guy. And that, you know, he's all about the binders for his like intensive detox protocols, yeah. because otherwise you're just recycling it. Just like you said, it's just like, you're like, let me pull this out of, out of my cells, make myself feel like crap, put it in my gut and just recycle it all back through for nothing. Exactly. <laughs> totally. So it's really important to optimize that whole excretion pathway yeah. and then sweating because you get rid of toxins through your skin you yes. absorb and, and remove. So you really want to make sure you sweat sauna, Epsom salt baths, exercise, whatever. Yes. It doesn't matter. Get and sweating. I will add, I feel like I got like prepared <laughs> on my life journey for my episode with you because just yesterday I did my first legit hot yoga class. And uh, so yeah. if you have, like, I just don't, I have terrible detox pathways. Naturally I've learned that through the testing I've done. And I support them with yeah. all of these things that you're saying, but, um, I've learned that I just don't sweat a lot. I don't get mm -hmm. very sweaty. I've always been that way. If you want to help yourself sweat, go to a hot yoga class and yep. you will be literally swimming in your own sweat. <laughs> so that's really effective. <laughs> you know, it's funny, like six months ago, this patient called me up and she was like, I'm not sweating in my sauna. 
it's 150 degrees. I'm like, try dry brushing before you go in. Mm. And so I would, and she called me back. She's like, it worked. So dry brushing can make a difference, gets the lymph flowing, gets your body moving and can help with sweating because it starts to wake the body up. So try Can you describe too. how you do that? Yeah. I mean, it's just a stiff boar's head, typically boar's head brush. And you brush it like all over the, I'm all showing except skin. I'm not on camera, like uh-huh. brush it like all over the body uh-huh. and it stimulates, you'll be red, right? Cause you're like, Whoa, yeah. I scratched myself. It's good because it gets the blood flow to the surface of the skin mm. and can open up the pores and get you moving. I have never tried that. I've heard of dry brushing. I've just never done it. So that's a great idea. Thank you. Yeah, it works. It's great. Especially for people who aren't the best sweaters. Yeah. Okay. So what about somebody who like, you know, uh, they have like a pretty severe, you know, mercury or maybe uh, actually, can we talk about mold too? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Mold. How, what are some symptoms? First of all, I, we kind of skipped that. Like how, what are some, I mean, you talked about everything is wrong. Everything, right. <laughs> so everything you do. Okay. So let's start with head to toe stuff. So if you have, no, let me, let me back the other way. If you have a diagnosis of osteopenia or osteoporosis, you want to look for lead hmm. or other heavy metals, but particularly lead. If you have hair loss, hearing loss, sensory loss, psychosis, anxiety, you want to look for mercury. If you have these weird GI things that are can't quite get a handle on, you want to look for cadmium. Um, so that's sort of big, broad brushstroke, except okay. it's even more subtle, Tara, because it's like if you're fatigued and you do everything right and you're not feeling well, you want to look mm-hmm. for some. To- now, when I say toxins, it's a huge bucket. Or it's a huge mm-hmm. thing, you know. So there's the metals, there's the mycotoxins, and there's the environmental ones. So it's it's massive. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like you're gonna and and everybody has the environmental toxins because you live yes. on this earth, right? So <laughs> you got something. Okay. And I like, I just want to highlight that too, because like, you know, biohacking and all, you know, these deeper things that I do, I'm like, listen, like it is important because we are not living in our natural state. We have literally have poison all over most of our food supply. We decided mother nature's like, Hey, I'm going to take care of you. I got everything set up exactly the way you need. And we're like, Nope, we're going to make our own food our own way. And we're going to put it in factories and and oxidize all our oils and fats and like (laughs) destroy them and add all these chemicals to them. Like, no, we got it. And the reality is like, I don't care how healthy you are. You're that stuff is all over the place. So we're not in a natural environment. So we need to offset that and be aware of that. And it's just, I'm grateful you came on because I just don't think like, it's like, we're in denial of it yeah. kind of like, we don't want to accept like, Hey, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even think it's that. I actually think it's, it's not, it's just not conscious. Like yeah, we don't, just, we don't really mm-hmm. recognize that that's really even a problem until you go, Oh my God, this is a problem. And then you dive in the rabbit hole and you fall in a thousand feet down. And then you go, Whoa, this is so yeah. much bigger than I thought. But I think most of us, until we get presence to it and really aware of it. It's just part of the background. So I don't think it's denial. I think it's unawareness. Yeah. Just haven't even, hasn't even crossed my mind. (laughs) You wouldn't even, you you wouldn't even think to ask that question, but like they use mercury to make high fructose corn syrup. Whoa. Who would even think that, right? Like, why would you even think to worry about mercury if you're eating high fructose corn syrup? 
but they use mercury to process the corn into high fructose corn syrup. Oh my so you get doubly nailed with high fructose corn syrup. One, because of the mercury they're using leaches into the food, into the substance. I don't think I can call it a food into the substance, the additive. And because when you concentrate it into the, the syrup, it's high fructose corn syrup, you concentrate all the glyphosate that's on the corn. And glyphosate was developed right. as an antibiotic so it disrupts your microbiome and it's associated with a number right. of different lymphocytic cancers. So not okay. <laughs> and not to mention, I was reading a study recently that was talking about how fructose, which uh, so many people, when I say fructose, they think fruit, right? Which mm. does, fruits do have varying levels, but it's nothing like high fructose corn syrup. This is like a super mega load. Yeah. It blocks your ability to create the enzyme that helps you convert glutamate into GABA. And glutamate is, you know, the most abundant neurotransmitter in the body. But when it can't convert into GABA, you become anxious. So now you have that too, right? So yep. it's like high fructose corn syrup is like, if you would like to destroy your health, just keep eating that. And it's in everything. And there's, it is. but there's so many options now, so many yummy, healthy options of treats, or even if you want your processed garbage, junk food, like there's healthier ways to do yeah. that. That doesn't have that in it. So yeah, yeah, you really bring up a good point, Tara. It's like, you're not going to be perfect and maybe <laughs> you need something. So yes. make a better choice. Don't make a perfect mm -hmm. choice. Make a better choice, right? If yeah. you're going to eat ice cream, go for a lesser sugar brand. You're not going to notice the difference. Yeah. If you're going to, you know, like just always make an improvement in some way in what you're doing. Totally. Okay. I want to ask oh. you too, like, do you know off the top of your head, like, um, like how you heard, Hey, if you were by Notre Dame, you could have gotten lead toxicity. Do you know, like certain, you know, I know I always think of people who live on farms being exposed to glyphosate. Are there certain scenarios that you could share yes. that people might be aware of like how you might get some sort of toxic load? Yeah. Huge. Okay. So one living on the earth and eating non-organic food. <laughs> if you're, yeah. if you're listening to this, <laughs> so, but really listen, e eating non-organic food, it is the most commonly used herbicide in the world. In, I think, 2014, there are about 250 million pounds used just agriculturally. And another, mm. another like, I just can't do this math in my head. It's like another 260,000 pounds used uh, non-agriculturally, like in your house, in your wow. yard kind of thing. Yeah. So, okay. So one, if you're eating non-organic food, Two, if you live near a golf course, because mm. they spray, if you right. live near a farm, they right. spray. If you live around neighbors who spray, mm -hmm. you're getting exposed, you know, cause it, it does drift. So if your neighbors spray, you're getting exposed to it. Mm -hmm. So those are the big ones. And then if you don't have the best detox, that's another way to get exposed to glyphosate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not, not to get all like, uh, I'm not trying to like promote fear, but I don't, you probably know this. I read that like the guy who created glyphosate was the guy who created the chemicals for the, um, chambers in Nazi Germany. Did oh you know my. it's the same guy I that's who created that. glyphosate. And so like, think about it. Like it's poison. It literally kills it kills it animals and bugs, right? So think about it. It is literally poison. We think it's not going to at least impact us. Yeah, it's, you know? it's nasty. And, 
And even a lot of the organic food has been exposed to it because of blowing and things. So it's like the least we can do is try. And at this point, like, I feel like you can make organic affordable. There's plenty of like small, you know, like I have a Sprouts grocery store near me where they have all these sales on organic food sometimes. So I just buy whatever's on sale in the organic section, you know, so you can make it affordable. Yeah. Yeah, Frozen frozen is a great way to go. Organic. It's a lot more affordable. And, and interestingly, don't shop at, I won't name names. Don't shop at the store that everybody thinks about for organic food. So, um, (laughs) we went, we went through some rough times about eight years ago and I divorced the big store that was known for organic foods. (laughs) And I went to a smaller, yep a much, um, a local chain and got essentially one for one equivalent. So it's not like I went organic to non-organic. I went organic to organic, different store. I saved 50% off my grocery bill. Yeah. Yep. That's what I do too. Yeah. Which is crazy. I wanted to hit this on because you're an OB like, can you talk about what toxin overload does to women on the hormone level on their thyroid hormones? Can you, can we hit on that? Oh yeah. And just to acknowledge, we never really talked about the mycotoxins. We can come back to that. Oh yeah. Um, well, but, <laughs> cause you're like, everything leads. It, it's like opening Pandora's box, right? Everything it is. Sort of just explodes. Okay. So, let's hit the mycotoxins and close this out. And then we'll okay. go into women's. So hormones. mycotoxins symptoms, big picture, difficulty, losing weight, hair loss, skin weirdness, you know, rashes, mm-hmm. uh, psoriasis, eczema, and then reactive airway disease. So, uh, but, but let's back up a step. All of these toxins are associated with the nasty stuff. So degenerative diseases like Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's, general dementia, cancer, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, the, the stuff that kills you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so all of this is associated in that way. All, uh, the mycotoxins, the metals, the environmental toxins, all of it. Um, but, but particularly if you're looking at someone who has a degenerative disease, you're going to want to look for, are their hormones optimized? Is their thyroid optimized? And do they have toxins? There's Mm -hmm. a number of different pathways, but toxins is huge. So mycotoxins, when you're treating them, make sure you're not continuing to expose, right? Like don't fill the Mm -hmm. pump and then Mm -hmm. try to empty it out. So make sure all your exposures are gone. Dorms, um, dorms, old buildings, basements are particularly moldy and uh, schools. So if you're in Mm -hmm. any scenario like that, you want to test, you know, Home Depot Mm -hmm. has some really cheap tests. They're like 10 bucks and you do like three or four of them and do a comparison around the house or around the school Mm -hmm. to look to see, is it really moldy? So if it's moldy first, you know, clear your air, remediate the mold, and then you have to get it out of you. And that's really binders. This is where gut health comes in because fiber make goes a long way. Yeah. Um, some of the fibers bind to all the strains, but charcoal, chlorella, these are all things that make a difference for people. So they're pretty easy to get rid of, but it takes a long time. It takes, I'm on year three and I still got mycotoxins and I do binders. You know, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You ran the marathon. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, you have to conserve your energy in this because people start out, they're all gung-ho. Yes. They're like, yeah, I'm going to go three times a day. I'm like, okay, I'll talk to you in six weeks. And by yeah. six weeks, they're like, uncle doc, this is terrible. I'm like, I know it's too hard. Go for once a day and we'll do it for four years, you know, like make it sustainable. So it is hard to get rid of just because it takes so stinking long, but it's not hard. It's just annoying. 
Yes. So, yes. That patience and the journey and, and recognizing when you're improving and going along your way, yeah. everybody, you know, it's just like, if somebody came to me and they were a hundred pounds overweight, like, I'm not going to make you lose a hundred. You're not, I'm not going to help you lose a hundred pounds tomorrow. And sometimes we can get like that with our healing journeys too. It's like when you create an environment in which your body is not rebuilding itself with yeah. this problem anymore slowly over time, it yes. will heal itself, you know? So it's a process. Yeah. hundred percent. And what's really interesting is, you know, every woman cares about her hair, her skin and her weight, maybe her nails. Mm -hmm. Like that's what mm -hmm. brings you to the doctor. Yep. If your hair, skin or nails or yep. weight are bad. You're going to the doctor. <laughs> so every woman sits in that chair and says to me, doc, I can't lose weight. I'm like, I know, I know you have toxins. We'll get rid of them. Six months in doc, I haven't lost any weight. I'm like, I know they're not gone yet. And there's some cut point and you never know which, what it is for each person. It's different for each person, but at some point you'll get rid of enough toxins that you can lose weight. And here's why it, you need to get rid of enough. So you store it in your fat, your body knows yep. if it gets rid of the fat, it will have nowhere to put its toxins and yep. you will be sick. So mm -hmm. I say to women, this is just your body's way of saying it's not ready. And Keep saying going. I'm saving your life. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. And mm -hmm. so I will circle back to I had gay, I was my, I was 130 pounds like my whole life, literally my whole life. I was 130 pounds and I'm five, six, so I'm appropriate. I was right. 139 after coming back from Notre Dame and getting that exposure. Mm -hmm. And um last year I lost 17 pounds. Wow. Right. So, but I, I, ch I did change the way I ate. I stopped eating, you know, I have four kids and they all love processed carbs and they love, mm -hmm. and all of it's gluten-free, but it's still garbage, still yeah. crappy food. So I, you know, kind of walk by and grab a handful here and a handful here. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, nope. We have slid down the bottom of the grease slide. I'm not eating any of it. So I mm -hmm. actually said, okay, self, we're only going to eat food that looks like itself. It's original yeah. state in life. Yes. If it comes from a package, we're not eating it. Yeah. The only exception is popcorn that we make ourselves because I just love popcorn and yeah. I love family yeah. night. And so, okay, I lost 17 pounds, but wow. I had done this in the past and it had done nothing until mm. I got rid of my toxins. It was, it wouldn't work. Wow. So yeah. it'll Right. It only works. I, when I've you're had ready. clients like you and it's like, I'm like, she eats better than 99% of humans. It is yes. like, it's phenomenal. She's tracking everything. It's all grass fed, pasture raised, organic, yep. really great. And it's like, it's not going to happen until the toxic load is removed. And also the gut issues are healed. Like the, the body's just inflamed like crazy and it can't. And like, and I love your point about how the toxins are stored in fat and your body's like, no, dude, you yep. trust me. You don't want to lose this fat because all those toxins are going to like wreck you, you know? Exactly. So, right. Really so that's where point. hormones come in because mm -hmm. let's talk about hormones. So okay. yeah. hormones are great. And you need to process them properly. So when you're, when you're done with the hormone, right, it's used up, you're done with it. It's time for it to go. It goes through your liver. Now, remember if you've stressed your liver by drinking alcohol or lots of sugar or gotten a toxic exposure, hormones are not a priority, you know? So hormones by definition are, and hormones, when I say hormones, that's your thyroid hormones, your female hormones, your adrenal hormones. It's a huge category. It's massive, right? All of them are fat soluble. Okay. And in order to get them from your bloodstream, which is fat soluble into the outside world, out of your body, they have to become water soluble. Okay. Mm. 
and it has to happen in a two-step process. So it happens in the liver phase called phase one starts the conversion process, changes that molecule and makes it on its way to being water soluble, a toxic intermediate. It's, mm. it, and that's an, that's a free radical. It's toxic. Mm. It's pro-cancer promoting, and mm. it is not safe for you. So, so your body at that point has two options. It needs to happen like, you know, right, right now, right now, right now. So either you go on to phase two, which takes that toxic intermediate and in some way binds it to make it water soluble. That's where the methyl importance comes in because the methyl group donates a methyl and that makes mm. it water soluble. It methylates, mm. it makes it water soluble and you put it in your gut. Mm. So, or if you can't, if you have too much of that hormone that you just processed through and made toxic, you put it in your fat. So if your liver's stressed and not working properly and your detox mechanisms don't work or your gut's dysfunctional, you're going to start think of, think of the fat as a storage depot. You're going to store it there. So when women say I can't lose weight, I have a hormone issue. My thyroid's off. I'm like, well, oh, probably the processing is off, but the thyroid is usually okay. We check mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. So the next thing that happens is you take this water soluble molecule, you put it into your gut to poop out. And in theory, things should be good and fine. However, there's an enzyme in your body called beta glucuronidase and it's a nasty little booger and its job in the gut for some reason is to separate. I always think of this like a barbell, right? Like, so here's your hormone and here's your binder. That enzyme comes through and separates the two things. So now you have the back to being a toxic intermediate and your inert methyl group. This is no longer water soluble and it's toxic. Goes back mm -hmm. into your bloodstream. Your liver freaks mm -hmm. because it's already on to the next batch. Think of mm -hmm. Lucy in I Love Lucy, who was like, the chocolates just kept coming. And she's yeah. like, I can't, I can't deal with it. So this is what starts to happen with us. The liver's like, can't deal with you right now. Go hang out in the fat. Mm. And, and now you've overflowed more into the fat. So it's a sign wow. absolutely that the gut is dysfunctional and that the liver is dysfunctional. Wow. It's, it's, your, it's your sort of like, oh, okay, I have a problem here. So I know it's really, you know, the hard thing about being, you know, online and talking to a large group of people is like, I'm always like, I, I, I can't, I can't tell you what to do until I know a bunch of stuff about you, but yeah. let's say somebody, you know, like, where do you start somebody on this? They've got gut issues. The liver's yeah. messed up, you know, like what, where should they turn? If somebody's hearing this and they're like, I think I might have that going on. Right. They're like, oh my God, you're talking to me. So if yeah. I'm talking to you, I, I would always recommend working with a functional medicine provider. Yeah. I mean, no person's an island. You can't do this alone. It's a process. You want the data. You want good data. Right. And don't, don't just, I mean, look, if you're, if you're amazing and you're like, don't need it, then cool. Right. Like not a problem. But if this is you who I'm talking to, then work, find a functional medicine provider. Uh, I mean, tell, the, the upside to COVID is that everyone's doing telemedicine. So it's great because you can work with a lot of different people. So, okay. But if you're doing something on your own while you're waiting, clean up your, clean up the way you eat. If it comes from a package, if you mm -hmm. have to read the ingredients, don't eat it. Okay. Go for organic, local, grass-fed, grass-finished, trackable if possible. But if it makes you nuts, don't do that. Just go for organic. Yeah. And make sure you're pooping at least once a day. And now I'm not talking about bunny poops. You know what I mean? Those little, yeah. 
balls yeah. that sit yeah. in the toilet. And then you're like, well, that wasn't very satisfying. I'm talking about the kind of poop where you want to tell everyone. And then you don't, <laughs> because like, that would be weird to tell everyone that you just had a like foot and a half long poop, but that's what you <laughs> want to be doing at least once a day. And it should come what, out of you easily and be sinuous and long and yes. Go right yeah. In. What are, what are your recommendation? You know, Jen, I guess as, it's, it's such a tough one. Cause it's like, well, it depends on what's going on with you. Do you have SIBO? Do you have, you right. know, but like, you know, in terms of helping with gut motility, that is a huge, sure. like if you don't have gut motility, meaning like it doesn't come out regular, like she just said, I can't, that to me is like one of the most important aspects of health. Um, so So like, what do you recommend to help increase gut motility in general? Lots of stuff. There's actually a lot of stuff and that's safe for you to do on your own. Right. So we're not talking about like, Oh, take an antibiotic or not going there. So (laughs) things like you, so you've cleaned up the way you eat and you're not pooping regularly and you take Mm -hmm. lots of fiber and you're not pooping regularly. Then I go, okay, you can take magnesium citrate form is best, but make sure you drink a lot of water or you'll give yourself diarrhea or constipation. So the mag, the worst part about mag is it'll either make you more constipated if you're not drinking enough water, or if you take too much, you're going to have the runs either way. You're going to know like, Oh, I, I screwed this up, but it's fixable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Magnesium's an easy one extra fiber in capsules. I would avoid commercial ones that have additives. So really go for straight, straight fiber. You mm-hmm. can do colon hydrotherapy, which is with someone it's essentially a fancy enema, right? Yeah. Yep. But it's being monitored so that you can see how high is the pressure in your colon. And yeah. you can do that every week. If you're super constipated, it'll retrain the colon muscles to contract yeah. properly. So yeah. you do it every week for six weeks. You can do that on your own. You yeah. can take probiotics on your own. You won't harm yourself. The only caution with probiotics, literally the only one is if you're someone who has a histamine issue, mm. high doses of probiotics can trigger histamine people. So mm. be careful with that. So if you're someone who like doesn't do well with sauerkraut and fermented foods, yeah. you want to not go crazy with, with yeah. probiotics. Um, let's see, what else can you do? I mean- I mean, that's a pretty good start, right? That'll yeah. get you going. And move, exercise. I'll push yes. for that one, you know? Exercise, Just abdominal massage. Mechanical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then question, um, you still take patients. Do you yep. take patients remotely? Yep. Okay. Yep. So um, fivejourneys.com is how people yep. find you. What's, what's the story there? Why is it named five journeys? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are, we say that there are five core areas of your health and you need to put them all together to make up you. So that's your physical body, that's your bones, muscles, tendons, ligaments, your exercise, your posture, the, the posture you hold will actually secrete different hormones, depending on whether you're kind of hunched over or whether you're taking up space, Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll have different adrenal hormones be secreted. So that's your physical journey your chemistry, which is what people think of in functional medicine as your minerals, your nutrients, your hormones, your digestion, your toxins, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Then there's your emotional journey because how kind you are to yourself and the issues that you carry forward from your past actually do influence your health. A hundred (laughs) percent. So getting that resolved is, Mm -hmm. is pretty critical. Then there's your social journey because you're not an island Mm. and you do need to be in community. So if you're isolated, that is a negative risk factor for, that's a negative 
factor for longevity, for healthy longevity. Yes. And then your other journey, your last one, which is your spiritual journey, which could be religious, but doesn't have to be. And it's like, why are you here? What's your legacy that you're meant to create? Yes. Put that together. That's your health. And so I was lying on the acupuncture table, like journeys, health, journeys, health, but there's five core areas, five journeys, health. Love it. And I couldn't even wait to get off the table. I called my partner. I was like, we have to call it five journeys health. And he was like, okay. So we did. Uh, I love it. I love it that I'm so aligned with that. My people probably know that. And it's, you know, I, if I always say, if you don't believe me, how much your thoughts and your emotions are impacting your physiological health, just go read Dr. Bruce Lipton's book, the biology of belief. And he will literally explain it to you scientifically. It's not Mm -hmm. woo woo. We actually have tons of data on this. And I mean, just think about it. If all day long you're stressing because you're like, I'm not enough. I'm not doing a good enough job. I got to get to the end of my to-do list. It's like, why are you let, why, why is that a thing for you and not other people guarantee you something happened in your journey where you felt like you had to prove your worth and all these things. And it's literally excreting stress hormones and telling your physiology, I'm not enough and something's wrong with me and all of these things. And your body's like, okay. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. You're causing it to you when you have a stressful thought, your adrenals don't know the difference between a no. stressful thought and a lion about to eat you. So right. you're going to secrete all of these crazy hormones that ultimately yes. raise your blood pressure, raise your pulse, make you feel anxious, shut down digestion, shut down mm-hmm. detox, mm-hmm. make you gain weight in the long term. Yeah. Pretty and not to mention great. the flip side of that, it's like it's not only about not being in stress state all the time. It's also about being happy. Like you're talking about having purpose and community because that is going to help you elicit all these positive hormones, serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin that promote positive health outcomes. So it's like, sometimes I feel like we just get into the avoidance of stress. It's like, wait, but are you also adding in happy, fun, love? That's crucial. (laughs) A hundred percent. Cause the absence of anxiety is not the presence of joy. (laughs) <laughs> it's just the absence of anxiety, right? Leave you flat. So yeah, you're right. Totally, you totally nailed it. Yeah. So aligned. If you want to thrive, there's got to be an emotional, physical, emotional, physical, yes. and spiritual, yeah. mental, all of that has to come together. So I love that so much. And guys, you can follow her at five journeys health on Instagram. It's the number five and then journeys health. And then of course your book, um, that is like, so eye catching and amazing. It's called dirty girl, ditch the toxins, look great and feel freaking amazing. And I love that you use the word freaking because I put that in there all the time in my stuff too. And yes, man, like, thank you for coming to bat. Thank you for coming from, you know, a highly educated, prestigious Western medical paradigm and being like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to jump over and help people on this functional stuff because I actually freaking want people to heal and thrive and feel freaking amazing. So we'll put the link to that in show notes, guys. You can get it on Amazon and yeah. Any last, any last words? Yeah. Also, I have my own Instagram, which is at Wendy Trubo MD, which That's I, right. I just not tagged you, you on that. I should have known that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's perfect. So, uh, we have two Instagrams cause one is the company and then one is yes. what is mine. And we also have our own podcast, which is, uh, the five journeys podcast live like you matter. So that's Yay. another thing. Okay. We will all link about that. Health. Yay. We will link that as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for educating us. I did not know that about the fat soluble to water soluble thing. That was really great info. Thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you so much. My pleasure, Tara. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inside Out Health Podcast. I hope this episode served as inspiration and something that you needed to hear in your life. If you have a friend or family member that you think would benefit from this episode, please share it with them. And also please subscribe. I have so many more amazing guests coming. I have just been so gifted and honored to meet so many incredible health professionals in my career, and I cannot wait to share their messages with you guys. So please subscribe. And if you could be so kind as to rate my show, I would really appreciate it. This podcast is honestly an intuitive call to me to help spread goodness to the world. And so if you guys can help me do that, I would really appreciate it. If you want more info on this guest, pop over to my website, check out my podcast section, and you can get links to everything we talked about in the show um, and find out more about this guest and what where you can go from here. Make sure you're also following me on Instagram. Uh, that is my most active platform. You can find me at Coach Tara Garrison. You can also find me on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. Everything is Coach Tara Garrison across the board. And then yeah, if you want to send me a message, guys, and let me know other guests or other topics you want to hear on the show, please let me know. I am here to serve you. So I would love to hear from you would love your feedback on the show. And if you share any of these episodes, please tag me on social media. It's coach Tara Garrison. 